everyone. My name is Ritika Patni. I am the founder of the Art of Health in Singapore and also a core group member of Ayurveda Day celebrations, which are being anchored by India Foundation's Center for Public Diplomacy and Soft Power. We're bringing you today the series of World Ayurveda podcasts where we have been interacting with global ambassadors, students, researchers, and enthusiasts of Ayurveda from different parts around the globe. I'm delighted today to invite my guest uh, and welcome Vedya Rajeshwari Singh, who is currently working with Niti Ayog in India as a research officer specifically on Ayurveda and looks at any Ayush-related issues. Earlier, before this, she was also working as an officer on special duty to secretary of the Ayush ministry in India and was providing assistance on matters which were pertaining to international cooperation, World Health Organization related work, Food Safety Standards Authority of India, and several other such initiatives of the government of India which were aimed at mainstreaming of Ayush in the country. Vete Rajeshwari Singh herself has graduated from the Government Ayurvedic College in Haridwar, and she also has done her post-graduation in Dravigunya Vigyan, which is Ayurvedic Pharmacology, from National Institute of Ayurveda in Jaipur, in Rajasthan, which is one of the most well-known Ayurveda institutions in the country. Welcome, Rajeshwari ji. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Ritika, for calling me on this platform. Very thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so, Rajeshwari ji, we would really like to know about your journey of Ayurveda first and what really inspired you to study this really beautiful science. Yeah, yeah, actually, it's uh, just a very personal question. Actually, since childhood, I always uh, have an interest towards health, science and research. And you know, uh, growing in a family where uh, the parents, your grandparents, they are using simple remedies or simple element uh, for, for simple elements and simple uh, teaching you okay don't do this take take water or you have to do this and according to you you follow this season variations all these type of teachings i have just growing in the in that environment and that environment make me inquisitive uh, that how can the simple things can manage such kind of sometimes such kind of uh, big ailments too so i was very much fascinated uh, for biology during my school and i started developing some interest in indian traditional medicines and i started learning uh, and reading some uh, some texts whatever uh, my family has at that time uh, and but I was looking for something else, like for some scientist type of course. I just wanna wanted to be a researcher. But my destiny, it took me to Ayurveda, and and here I came to know that it's not all about the simple remedies or some Sanskrit shlok. It is more than that. Uh, now I can say it is not only the reading of an individual or treating an individual. Uh, by reading its constitution and whatever the diagnostic tool we use. But I believe it is a completely comprehensive health science uh, which fully focused on community health. Absolutely. 
so Rajeshwariji, one of the questions that uh, a lot of people have is, is uh, you know, the, there's a lot of uh, parallels between yoga and Ayurveda and yoga yeah. today is the people's movement. Uh, yeah. Do you also think that Ayurveda has the potential to be a people's movement? Yeah, actually, it's uh, it's it's a people movement. I can say that it's a people movement. See, it's a our cultural heritage, and it it is actually it is in our tradition, which is reflecting in our day to day life, our living, even even uh, the an individual who doesn't know anything about Ayurveda tradition medicines, but unintentionally they are following that tradition. So it is not about uh, the dealing of the ailments, but it is all about uh, 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 what I can say. It is indeed a science of life, which is telling you how you have to live. Uh, the simple things which you can follow in day-to-day -day activities, like what kind of diet you have to take, what kind of sleep you have to take, what what kind of drinks you should you should have to take, the intake of even the simple thing, the intake of water sleeping exercise and lot of and lot of uh, you can find many things like the behavioral etiquettes in a healthy life so it is a kind of things which you can replicate in your day to day life so but i believe it's it is already a movement just why we are saying that we have to propagate that as the moment. I think a little awareness or knowledge uh, dissemination is needed to take that uh, uh, movement or I can say to take that thought to a moment. Absolutely. That's very well explained, actually. Uh, I think personally, I have what I think makes Ayurveda so unique is like you said, it teaches you how to live your life on a day to day basis. Yes which I don't yes. think anybody else is really teaching. You know, there are a lot of these fads out there which say that, you know, eat this food or drink this new thing. But Ayurveda right. is this age-old science, which is always has been telling you uh, about the most important thing, how to live on a daily basis. You know, right, uh, like for, for example, like winter is coming and now our diet, diet it is about to change. We are changing our diet, no? So it, it is in our life. It is already in our life. So the, just we have to enrich our knowledge, what we already have. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, this year has been uh, the year of COVID-19, you know, all over the world. Uh, do you think there is a need for change in the paradigm of public health? Uh, yes. Uh, yes, I can say, see, uh, like this COVID-19, it's uh, certainly I can say uh, to some extent it raises some question for the healthcare system all around the world. It's not about our country, but it raises questions about the public health across the world. Because, uh, it's my personal view, I think, uh, because the... Uh, because the health system it is mainly based on the pharmacological intervention more than the more than uh, on the uh, it is not more focusing on the community health it is more focused on an individual health so i think this situation has given us an opportunity to rethink to reapproach for our healthcare and we really really require a fundamental shift 
from biomedicine centric model to understanding and treating the disease i think the prevention model which we already have in our, in our ancient uh, system of medicines we have to look that and all i can say uh, we have to uh, uh, reframe that we already had but we have to like uh, every day we are just changing our clothes simply things like that we have to uh, reclothe that revamp that it is already in our system so but because the you see the seeking good health it is always a mainstay of public health and it is only and the and the that that public that means state that uh, preservation of health it can only be uh, achieved through the wellness and the prevention of disease and it is somehow and but uh, previously if you see the past few decades it's just became a subtle um, uh, concept ki the prevention is not more than uh, it, the, the people are not more focusing on the prevention they are more focusing on the treating the disease but i think this this uh, pandemic this has given a, a new approach even the individual is thinking like ki we have to take something which can prevent from this disease or in a future coming disease so i think it's a public health we need need to think about the more about the prevention more about the wellness absolutely um i i think that's also a very very good point that you've just highlighted which is also i think what makes ayurveda unique which is that you know right. it's not just about you have a disease and then you find a way to cure it but how do you just not get to a point when disease uh, afflicts you you know how can you just live a, a life of health and well being so that you don't end up you know uh, getting a disease whether it's through the infections or you know other lifestyle chronic diseases which many people have today and i think that kind of education is missing so uh, ayurveda definitely brings that really unique perspective uh, and that is something that from a public health point of view will be very good uh, to integrate i think going forward which i think more and more people are aware of like you just said so based on this uh, rajeshwari ji would you say that uh, ayurveda is then a contemporary health science uh, because you know ayurveda is very old we know that uh, you know it it said that it's more than 5000 years old uh, then would you say it is also a contemporary health science yeah yeah i i i i believe this this is a contemporary science see it's a health science Uh, which is purely based on the principles uh it was not like that the one person has coined the coined the system or coined the terminology it is uh, it is all about it is developed after the numerous uh, subtle observation conversations uh, uh, of our old sages and the learned people so uh, and and there are very uh, good observations pertains to anatomy and physiology which is also relevant in present scenario uh it is very suitable uh, to adopt those uh, those features in today's life also but what what is my point here we have to integrate some modern technology to study those things those phenomena how can they evolve how can so we 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 have to study that the eternal science though it is very old but It, still it is existing so we have to merge or we have to create some interface with the modern science or the modern science are basically i say modern technology uh, 
so like uh, like uh, uh, there are uh, description of several flora or fauna which is already uh, which which we mainly use as an ingredient of various formulations still they exist but some still they exist so uh, so uh, uh, so the contemporary knowledge hai, like techniques they can help in the preservation of that plant or the technique or the standardization which we call which uh, which the new world call key that's a dire need for the establishment or uh, so i think it's a contemporary only we have to just make a little interface with the modern te technology or, or or i can say ki we just make it simple how can we make them understand using their words uh, without deviating our fundamentals so uh, i i completely i completely believe that it's a contemporary one because i am using you are using and we are the new people so it's a contemporary one right absolutely absolutely i think i think the uh, you know the knowledge is contemporary and like yeah. you said the language has to be adapted to the changing times yes. right with everything yes. else so uh, yes uh, very beautifully explained uh, i also want to know because you specifically asked about you know how ayurveda can um, you said that ayurveda should be something that people are using on you know for day to day well being so can you give a few examples maybe from your own life or your practice that what are a, a few simple things uh, that people can do to integrate ayurveda in their day to day life Oh, okay uh, i just tell you only the one sutra of one only one sutra not all all uh, not the whole ayurveda just that i believe i follow in my day to life you see there are only three things aha nidra and the brahmacharya these are considered the three pillars of the healthy state of mind and body so what is ahar ahar is what we are feeding to our body not we are feeding we are uh, giving that feed to our body even even you know that acharya kashyap he already mentioned that aharo mahabhashya means the food is the best medicine so if you are taking if you are having a right appropriate food you don't need any kind of medicine so i think the food is the most important thing which we really have to uh, revamp the thought about the food intake and the other one uh, uh like proper food according to prakriti according to season should be we we have to teach the people ki they have to to take the food according to this this is the season now you have to avoid this or you have to starting taking this and uh, similarly i can say sleep it's a very big problem in today's world now because the people they 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 uh, they, they don't know ki what at what time they have to sleep at what time they have to rise so it's a big problem uh, there is a, some uh, biological clock so they have it's the simple things then like the dincharya ritucharya they can follow that and the, and and, uh, and the third point is brahmacharya it is all about what you feed to your senses so it's i, I think uh, these are the simple things which we have which we can uh, adopt in day to day life a simple example like i i, I give so much emphasis on a food i can say uh, like uh, the status uh, like the, the, there is a very much we have given so much importance to agni as yeah. a decisive factor in healthy or uh, unhealthy living or element uh, 
the concept of agni is it is not about the digestion agni is more than that okay uh, i can say uh, uh, by by uh, going through the fundamentals and relating with the modern science and technology we can say that it is a kind of metabolism uh, uh, I, I am not a modern science people, so I'm not getting the appropriate word. But I can say that it is a kind. Uh, we can describe the metabolism at cellular level by this only this simple agni concept. See the modern technologies we are uh, 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 like uh, we are discovering, and now we have a new concept, gut microbiota concept, microbiome concept. Uh, and now they uh, now I, I was reading somewhere that now they are. Correlating some neurological diseases, disorders with now this gut-brain axis, and the immune system they are correlating with this gut-brain axis. So uh, I think it is uh, uh, we can't. Uh, it is very hard, or I can say it's very impossible to reveal all the secrets of the nature in laboratory. So so definitely uh, we have. to explore uh, this macro and micro of uh, uh, this macro and micro observation of our uh, of our own body and the mind so so what i recommend to the people can you just have to follow the simple dincharya ritu charya ratri charya or whatever the ayurveda ayurveda preaches about these things I I I think that's that's my favorite uh, line from uh, so many of the podcasts we are recording where you okay. said that you know you can't uh, uh, everything in nature cannot be you know brought yeah, to the yeah. laboratory right uh, some of it is just uh, the way nature works and we have to accept it uh, I think uh, just a small point that I'd like to make there which uh, you know you very beautifully said that uh, you know Ayurveda teaches you how to adapt yourself to changing times the day. you know seasons in through ritucharya through dincharya and one of the things that ayurveda day you know has done is uh, talk about this pledge which uh, people voluntarily have taken all over the world last year uh, and this year also we've had many people take it and i just want to read it out uh, because it really brings forward the essence of what you said which is that you know i pledge to make ayurveda an integral part of my daily life and thereby enable good health and well being for myself my family my community in harmony with nature and you know this is the pledge that you know many people have taken and that is the beauty of it that we are not just talking about our own individual well being and health but we really ayurveda is teaching us how do we live sustainably and that is what covid 19 has also taught us yeah, that you yeah. can you know you cannot save uh, save yourself if the outer world is uh, you know in danger or at some kind of risk that's why i just say na um, um, like ayurveda it is not about the individual it is about the whole community absolutely absolutely uh, so rajeshwari ji also because you know you're working uh, you know as part of the government of india to promote ayurveda uh, you know what do you see as ayurveda's role uh, as a soft uh, power phenomenon so you see uh, uh, just as as i believe and like ayurveda is our uh, is is our uh, uh, tradition it is in our cultural it is our cultural heritage so uh, you believe you see like our system ayurveda system it is of great antiquity 
it is not about the, an individual or any one book it's it's a whole system uh, it's a culmination of thoughts of medicines which came over from various acharyas so they they at the time they they did lot of discussions on this so like the multifaceted culture ayurveda is uh, uh, also evolved over the centuries and i we think we are blessed with a plethora of traditional medicines and practices uh, sometimes i feel really ki i am blessed ki i am just reading this science like i talked like the sushrut sanhita and the charak sanhita and many other texts which are uh, almost belongs to second century ad and uh, we we have a very different unique type of diagnostic tool sar pariksha prakriti pariksha the people now came to know about prakriti but there there are many things which are still remain unexplored like there is a sar sar is very important thing nobody talks about that na sar pariksha it's a and many more things na you you see that the prakriti pariksha okay it's a human constitution but there are ten other things which the charak has mentioned so we have to explore because it is running through in our culture and uh, you see it's a uh, what i feel ki it is a, a sophisticated a deep rooted science knowledge uh which uh, uh, which uh, uh, talks about uh, the sync between an individual with and and nature and like you said that this covid it's already uh, just giving a message ki we have to sync with the nature what the nature is telling us we have to listen that otherwise we have to face this type, this kind of conditions so see uh, now uh, the people are aware uh, the people are um, this this situation uh, the people are uh, the, the ayurveda uh, just has uh, uh, provided its impact on the different people the group of people that they are following that they have started following the ayurveda and this covid they just uh, uh, what i say i'm not getting an appropriate word they just changed the total uh, uh, scenario about the ayurveda or other traditional system of medicines now i think every second person is talking about ayurveda yeah there is something they have something that can prevent the disease or because now now they are saying no no it's a old age science it's a tradition now it's in our culture no we have to take tulsi no we have to take garam pani and hot water so i think it is it is uh, it's the right time or it is now growing very vastly around the world um though it is a uh, the people take it it's in a conjunction with yoga but whole world is looking towards us so i think it's and uh, now the people they are also developing the global the whole globe is so much interested in us and i think it's the only way the ayurveda uh, has a deep potential for ensuring long term health and and the well being of a mankind uh, it can appeal the word ki uh, like uh, ki towards being natural and approach of the self for maintaining health and wellness so it's a soft power for us na soft power for me it's a like na soft matlab which you can easily take it so it's a soft one na and now the people is accepting that without any questioning so it's a soft power it, it is in us basically absolutely so uh rajeshwari ji you know with your experience of having studied ayurveda for so many years and now you know all the excellent work you're doing as part of government of india um what would you want 
in the future of Ayurveda, say in the coming decade, so say by 2030, what, what do you see in your vision for the future of Ayurveda? See, uh, there are many things which we really need to revamp our system. First is technology, as I told, uh, like uh, uh, technology. Uh, we have to learn the physiology of other things. How can, like uh, I just uh, beefed, uh, I just beefed about the concept of uh, Agni. How can we correlate uh, the Agni with the metabolism concept of the modern science? So, so just we have to do more fundamental researches to to uh, propagate our Siddhant, whatever the mentioned in the text. And uh, you see, uh, uh, there is a very uh, need of technology. And uh, like uh, this, this situation, it has also explored the digital part of the healthcare. These days, the virtual things, uh, telemedicines and virtual surveillance, everything are very uh, these are the now the part of life so uh, if i see uh, the future of ayurveda we have to make the interface with the technology digital uh, digital and across the globe we have to propagate our export we have to propagate our uh, things we have to look the regulations how can we promote our system so these are the simple things uh, and we we also i think we have we, we just need a totally to invisize the are the whole education system not only at the school level but also at the community level we have to teach them what is Ayurveda in their own terminology so that now because uh, there is a surge there is a uh, the, there is a uh, interest in a people in a community they they want to learn the Ayurveda see now the Ayurveda is with the Ayurveda people only Ayurveda scholars only so now we have to think how can we we provide our knowledge to the community so whatever the things technology uh, science uh, whatever uh, uh, local traditions or communication digital platform whatever we need we have to uh, uh, revamp our thinking to provide our knowledge to the community so i think that's the main thing we we look for next five years